0: Yeah, g'day everyone, uh, Scott here again, Wim FM. I want to thank the new followers who have followed my station and liked the content. Diane Ashcroft, and I don't have the list right in front of me, so I can't check the other person who followed my station, but for the other person who did, thank you very much, appreciate it. Any followers are good followers. But I just wanted to post here tonight, well tonight, Sydney time, it's, uh, what is it here? 8.57pm Sydney time Sunday night I've got the I don't know if anybody else who listens to my station is familiar with the Apple Airpods this has to be the most brilliant piece of technology from Apple regarding audio these Airpods are the best you can talk on them with your phone and the thing I like about them the most is the fact that they charge in their own case. I'm sure most of you have seen these. These are awesome. They've been out for over a year now. Actually, they came out last year, I think, around this time, so probably just on a year or a little every a year, but anyway, these are great. The thing I like the most about them is the fact you can simply, when you pair them with your phone or when you open the case and you have your Bluetooth turned on on your iPhone, your iPad, or iPod, you can, uh, it'll show up and say AirPods. And you just tap connect, and they pair with your device. But the beauty is, they also pair with your iCloud account. So you can use them on any iPad, iPod, or iPhone that you own, assuming it's new enough, say in the last four years. And you just put them in and they just power up and they sound absolutely brilliant. The only problem is that they're very small and easy to lose. So my suggestion to you guys, if you do have a pair of these, look after them and and look after them sparingly because they're not cheap to replace a single AirPod. I think they're half the price of the two together to replace one if you lose one. So, the other thing that's really nice about them in iOS 11 especially is when you actually go into settings, Bluetooth, tap on more info near the AirPods, you can actually now each AirPod can have its own double tap function. So, before you could only do like double tap and you could only have like play, pause, invoke Siri, uh, and I think there was a skip, if not mistaken. So now I've just changed mine to the left AirPod will skip back to the previous song and the right AirPod will skip to the next track, which is really, really awesome. So if you haven't checked these out, go to your nearest Apple store and have a look. They're absolutely great. And for someone like me without vision who appreciates audio, it's definitely worth a listen. You're not going to be disappointed. after hearing Arvi's success of his call-in from yesterday and I know there were some awesome folk on Arvi's call-in sorry not call-in his record with friends segment Diana was on there along with Paul Andrew Brown and three others that I can't remember right now but it was a very very interesting discussion that these fine folk had with RV. I myself would like to do more of these. So if anybody's interested and would like to be part of my calling, sorry, not call, I keep calling them call-ins. even They are considered call-ins, but you've got to send out the invites to the people. So if people are interested, I'd like to do one on, um, well, I'm doing one, as I mentioned earlier, tonight on my uh here on the worm fm i mentioned doing one on a tech round table so i just like the idea of having friends on your station it's something that i've been wanting in this app for so long and now we've got the ability to do it so we may as well grab the opportunity with both hands and enjoy the capability while it's here it's quite, it's not going to go anywhere but just the thought of being able to talk to your friends and just have a discussion of some description I mean I'm into the tech stuff as most of you would know but you don't don't have to just talk about tech we can just talk about people people's um, where they live right now for example the UK has always been an interest of mine I've been to the US numerous times but never to the UK Only because the flying time from Sydney to London is 22 and a half hours. That has to be the most boring flight. I can't even imagine flying for that long. Sydney to LA is long enough. 13 and a half hours. And I've done it by myself. And having no vision on a plane? That's another discussion in itself. You have to rely on the passengers next to you. But you know that's for another segment of my sh- of my show tonight. But anyway, so if people are interested, send me some call-ins if you want. Um, seeing as the comments, I don't know if we can use read the comments using voiceover at this time. Uh, I haven't actually tried the comments, so send some call-ins if you wish, and we'll put them on the show. And if people are interested, we'll work out work out a time. I'm assuming for the folk in the UK a good time would be morning say around morning midday something to that effect so I think you guys are 10 hours behind Sydney time if I'm not mistaken I'll have to check it out Um but yeah we can work something out and anybody else doesn't have, just doesn't just have to be the UK it can be from the US, UK anyway it doesn't, matter, doesn't really matter because I just love the idea of meeting new people making new friends and shooting out like avi and his fine folk did there yesterday so i hope you all uh yeah give us some thought get back to me and we look forward to hearing from you now as i mentioned in the last segment i want to talk about traveling on an airplane without vision it's an interesting uh way of traveling And there's a few challenges to overcome. And the first important challenge is the frustration of telling the ticket agent that you require assistance boarding the plane. Now, having done this numerous times over the last seven years, I've sort of become used to the process and passing through security and things like that. So, basically... It starts at the airport. You get there, you go to the ticket agent and tell them you want to, You got a uh, you got a flight, and you show them your passport, etc. And you tell them that you need assistance to the gate or wherever you need to go first, etc. Um, but it's kind of difficult sometimes because the agent either is in a rush and they sort of don't hear you very well or whatever, so you've got to rely on other people for assistance. And unfortunately, sometimes it's very difficult to obtain assistance from people. And I just feel that uh, airport staff need to be more aware of people with disabilities and vision impairments and things like that. And I'm sure it's hard for anyone going to the airport, not just people without vision or any disability, etc. But airports need to improve. And the other thing that needs to improve is once you're on the plane, the hardest part is determining if the attendant's wanting to talk to you. Because if you're not in an aisle seat, and you're, say, near the window, and you're in a row of three, you don't know whether the flight attendant's talking to you or the person next to you, or even the person who's in the aisle seat. And also the problem about not having an aisle seat is actually going to the restroom trying to climb over the sleeping passengers, not stepping on them, and that's the same for anyone, not just for people who are with a disability. And the most annoying thing about airplanes, and I'm sure all of you can attest to this every lavatory is the same. No, sorry, not the same. Well, they're the, sm- they're the same as in the size, but to lock them, they're all different on every plane. Everything in there is in different places where you least expect it to be found. And it's just, it's an inconvenience because the attendant, when you ask them to show you where things are located in the lavatory, they don't take the time to help you. Oh no, you'll work it out, you'll be fine. It's like, okay, I'm a paying customer on this flight, yet I can't get any assistance. You know, it's kind of a disappointment that the airline industry have attendants who don't really care. It can it in any industry, not just on airplanes. But be that as it may, you get around these things. But I think the worst thing about flying these days is that everything's touch screen. So if you want the attendant, on the Delta flights at least, on the Boeing 777 LR200s, or the 300, whatever the case, you've got to press the button on your touchscreen to call the attendant. And guess what? It's a touchscreen, guys. You can't use it without vision. They don't have any kind of voice output. They've got nothing. So it's not the airline's fault. It's the fault of Boeing, who never thought about these things when they were building these aircraft. So... Now the aircraft are starting to allow you to connect your iPad or iPhone or whatever wirelessly to the in-flight uh, Wi-Fi entertainment system, which may help to some degree. But it doesn't help you if you want the attendant, does it? And if your passenger is next to you is asleep, you're going to wake the passenger up. Hey, dude, could you call the attendant for me? Because I can't use a touchscreen. It's just a lack of thought on Boeing's side that Boeing need to do something about this sort of thing. And not just Boeing, it's other airlines too. But I've only been on the Boeing 777s that have these new fancy touchscreens that are installed, the Panasonic touchscreens. So there you go. I better end my segment before I get cut off. The last thing I want to talk about tonight on the show before I end for the evening... I want to talk about streaming music services. Now, I don't know how many of my listeners are into the streaming music thing, but I know there's a few, of them, a few of my listeners who like streaming audio like myself, such as Pandora, Google Play Music, Amazon Music, Apple Music, and others as well. Now, I've tried a few of these out, Unfortunately, Pandora is no longer available in Australia. They've shut it down. It only ever went to Australia and New Zealand outside the United States. Uh, I don't even think the UK got it. But anyway, out of all the stri- streaming music services that I like the most, and Spotify, I forgot about Spotify. Spotify support is extremely hard to get onto these days. You've got to go via the communities, and that's a real pain in itself to register for the Spotify community. So I really don't I don't know, I like the service, but it's not my only it's not my most favorite right now. My most favourite is Apple Music. I like Apple Music a lot. It changes every day, you don't know what you're gonna get. When your for you tab works, mine hasn't for 12 months, that's another story. It gives you really good recommendations. It's mostly spot on. And it's every day that and the browse tab constantly change. Absolutely great. Amazon Music's good too. It's got a good selection of playlists, good selection of stations. And it's just absolutely awesome. Really like Amazon Music as well. Google Play Music is great too, Love love Google Play Music, it's got some great stuff, good stations, good playlists, it changes constantly, and I also, I mean to a degree I like Spotify to a degree, but I don't like the fact that the playlists, they do change each day on the browse tab, but there's nothing like Apple Music, they've put a lot of time into the Apple Music, and now Apple Music has 30 million subscribers. I think Spotify might have more, but that's because of the free tier. You don't get the free tier in Apple Music. You only get the three-month trial, and then you've got to decide whether you're going to pay for the service or not. I like it. I also like the fact that out of all the services, it's the only one that offers you a decent yearly plan at ninety-nine dollars US, and you pay for ten months and get two for free. That's great. You know, you don't get that with Amazon Music, you don't get it with Google Play, and Spotify's yearly plan is absolutely appalling. You don't get anything with that. You actually hardly save anything. It's not worth it. I think it's 119 US, and it's not worth it, so. The verdict, Apple Music, followed by Google Play, amazon and spotify all good services different strokes for different folks that's what i tell everyone and there you go that's my word on streaming music services any comments call-ins feel free well that does it for this uh, episode of worm fm hope everybody enjoyed listening any comments call-ins etc feel free And I hope people uh, tune in again in the next day or two. We'll have some more awesome tech news, interesting things to to talk about. And I really enjoyed uh, being here tonight, bringing you some awesome information and hope people enjoyed listening. This is Scott from FM from Sydney, Australia, signing off. Have a great day, folks.